Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, a podcast on the FX television series. I'm Bill, and I'm here with my buddy Sharpie, and we're going to talk about the most recent episode of Fargo. Sharpie, what up? Yes, Camp Elegance. Hey now, Bill, what's going on? Happy Sunday. Yeah, likewise to you. How was your week? I feel like we should, you know, it's a tough times. Let's I hope all you guys out there listening are doing well. You know, we're here, you know, it's a tough tough subject matter, but we can be positive about this, right? Uh yeah, totally. The yeah, world is on let's... fire. It's also snowing here in Denver today <laughs> where I am. Really? And it's and it's also on fire. So that's cool. We we have actual snow here in Fargo. And not the kind that, you know, comes down. You know how it goes. Like, sometimes it comes down and you're like, oh, no, snow. And then, like, two days later, it's gone. Yeah. This has been on the ground for quite a few days. We got a nice light dusting. But you know what? By the end of the week, it's going to be 59 here and it'll be gone for a little while. So good luck to those kids who want to trick-or-treat. But you probably shouldn't. There. (laughs) Um, I remember. It never failed growing up in Fargo, North Dakota. It never failed. I would get this, like, great Halloween costume ready. And every Halloween, I don't know why I put so much time into Halloween costumes because you always end up like just put, covering degrees. it up with snow pants and like big poofy jackets. <laughs> you spend yes. all this time on like this ghoul costume and then just end up wearing your your snowsuit every single Halloween. Many, every single one. Many, many, many childhoods memories have been ruined. Halloweens have been ruined like that. You're totally, you're spot on. Or you go out and you think you're gonna be, you're gonna tough it out, and you realize that holding that empty pillow sack with no gloves on gets real old real quick yeah did you ever go to the mall and trick-or-treat and just like walk around in the mall i don't you know that that wasn't a thing i don't think back when i was a kid you Mm -hmm. know and that was in the that was back in the you know i was a kid when jacob wetterling was abducted and anyway speaking of trying not to be (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about camp elegance what what's what are your big thoughts what do you think i mean outside of the it was an hour episode tonight. Well, I'm sorry. It was from 9 to 10.03, if we're going to get specific. Mm, I don't know how long it was, was without uh, commercials. We'll find out. What's your scoop of hot dish from tonight? Um, you know, uh, as I'm nibbling on this hot dish, my thought was that it felt like a lot happened, but also nothing happened. So a mm. lot happened in, t- in the sense of like there were big like staccato kind of like moments. And then there was not a lot in terms of like, you know, the weaving and winding of the intricacies of the story. I mean, there's, there was, there was to a point, I mean, we are going to, we're at the point now where we're going to war and that kind of stuff, but. I feel like we've been at war for multiple episodes, but it's like that, that weird grinding war. You're like, are we at war? Well, we're kind of at war. You know, we've been sending out soldiers and some people have died. I found myself relaxing a little bit in this one because it just. It didn't feel uh, like such of a mental overload with some of the like symbolism sure. and stuff like that. It felt like I can just chill out and kind of watch the action play out, which I really liked. I've got some notes here and some things to dive into, but it was a, a far cry from other episodes where I'm just like hammering on my keyboard. I'm just like, oh, we got to talk about this. And we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? I felt like it was a, an, an episode of action. Yeah. And when I say action, I don't mean like Rambo, first blood action. I just mean I, we cut from quite a few scenes to scenes. And I think also with the shortened time frame of the show, it just, it was like, boom, Ethel Rita, 
Boom, now we're talking Aloy. Boom, we're at the Italian's house. We're at the hospital. Now we're talking, now we're at the club, talking to the consigliere. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, do you feel like that's what you're talking yeah, staccato-wise? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was just, yeah. it was like, pace, 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 pace. Like, we're, we need to move, like, slowly rolling all the boulders down the hill. Like, like, the action could very well pick up from here. Yeah, it felt sort of like we were just moving to the beat of a drum. A, like a little drummer yeah. boy might play. What do you oh, know about little geez, drummer shucks. boys? Boy, we're not taking them down that poor road again. Come on. No, nope, vindicated. Nope. Come, they told me. Pa-ra-pa-pum-pum. Mm. But, uh, yes, you know, I'm sorry, you're not, you know, we're, it's, it's not only for Christmas, but it's for war. Mm-hmm. Have you ever <laughs> the, read which, the book or heard of the book Atomic Habits? No. Have you read that book? Okay. No. Um, no. There's, it's okay. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks it's for like one of your run-of-the-mill kind of self-help like here's how you be a better person and be better at things type book there's a really <laughs> didn't there's think. a um <laughs> there's a theme to the book um where the the author compares motion versus action and so we're, if we're mm. talking about action in this uh episode it's just the motion would be the planning, the laying the groundwork, um, that kind of stuff. Motion sounds like an action, sure. but um, in his method, when you really like separate these two uh, these two things out, it makes sense. So motion is like laying the groundwork, character development, um, backstories, things like that. Action is what we came to here, where you're just like knocking stuff down, boom, yeah. boom, 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 and it did really feel sort of musical in that sense in this episode. Well, I did screenshot that so that I know that book. We're talking about Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad break bad ones by James Clear, correct? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, this was, it, it was an interesting episode in, in many ways. Um, I just, I kind of find myself getting so wrapped up in, in our discussion about, uh, Astrological Signs and The Wizard of Oz. I know I have a couple really great emails. I need to reread mm, some. Unwilling I to, love like, talk to, emails. I need to send them to you. And so we'll, we'll come back to those. And we do always appreciate all of your feedback. So thanks to everybody who sent us some great notes. Um, but this is the hot dish. This isn't the Yeah, thing. so I, what is your hot, steamy, juicy dish? Oh, steamy I found myself dish? towards the end. Mm. The, yeah, yeah. I found myself towards the end, and I feel like I missed something when he. I'm sorry. Spoilers ahead. If you're if you're ahead of stuff, you better watch that. That staircase they went down, and I know there's something I'm just missing, but it, I missed where they were. So they were at Camp Elegance Relocation mm-hmm. Center. Okay. Um. So Antune was the character that brought Satchel there. Um. So Antune yeah. was a prisoner of war, Italian, and apparently yep. he was taken to this camp. To you know, kind of like get, uh, I don't know, brought into American society or something. <laughs> well, it feels like yes, he was like an Italian prisoner of war, is what I was kind of right. picking up on. You know, because he's very, you know, he's he's he he he's still got the he's like Gatano. He's got the serious accent. He's 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 first gen still. But yeah, it was. I just was trying to figure that all out. The staircase and the carving you know because it's antoon domini right is that his character's yeah. name yep so tony god his wife's name was nanita <laughs> what is what his wife's name was nanita ah back at the house um i thought that was i was just trying to i, I found maybe it's just because it's the close to the last thing i saw and i 
have to admit, I knew he wasn't going to shoot the kid. Yeah, he looked like... I just didn't know what was going to happen. And I thought maybe he was just going to pocket it. But when that bullet came popping through his chest, I was like, oh, jeez. Mm, Rabbi Milligan I first made I, it there in two shakes of a lamb's tail, I tell you. Well, he sh- you know, without GPS, he sure located them fast. Mm-hmm. But um, if we're going to talk other quick takes, you know, obviously... Uh, Orietta had like I feel like she recognized something uh, at the desk like the handwriting or there was something about it because she got she went from being freaked out to just hyper focused like like laser focused on that handwriting when she could see it and I wonder if it will be that um this will be the undoing of Ethel Rita's handwriting in the notebook she left in the closet yep exactly you nailed that one I think so for sure so she's gonna match those up she's a sharp cookie Fun so connections? Did you or what? What else did you catch that was cool for well, you? Well, we saw young Joe Bulo. Yeah, Joe Bulo uh, showed up in the club season. Uh, he's from season two. He's played by Brad yes. Garrett in season two. Great character. Oh my god, that is that is. <laughs> I wrote I wrote down Joe Bulo from New York. All I wrote was we should know him. Yeah, Joe Bulo uh, from New York in this season, but in. Uh, up and but up until before this episode, we know Joe Bulo from Kansas City Mafia, who is going to start yeah. a northern sort of like faction of the Can- Kansas City mob. Mm-hmm. He was then in season two beheaded by Hansi. Yes, and uh, I, Hansi sent Mike Milligan Joe Bulo's head, head. Yeah, in a box. Yeah, what's in the box? In the box. I, there's something I just love about Brad Garrett's face. Oh, Brad Garrett is no a matter, lovely no man. No matter what role he's well, no matter what role he's playing, there's just something about his face. I just want to smoosh it between my hands. Um, he's got a good you, dad face where he's where he, he can be like the fun loving goofy dad, but also the very intimidating scary dad at the same time. Speaking of scary, mm, oof, it's spooky season, Mister Snow, Mister Snowman behind Ethel Rito when the candles get blown out. Yeah, who are who is this guy gonna be? I don't know. There's not a single prediction there. There's no, there's no, I have nothing. I have no idea who this man's going to be. I feel like this week I had a little less time to think about it because I just had too many other things going on. You Do know, you think that stuff. maybe? Like col- got a colonoscopy this last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need to go into details of that. Anyway. But um, the details are so yeah, good. What- Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, that's on our other podcast. Okay. Bill and Sharpie talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I didn't, that Gitano, I thought for a minute, I, I thought they like super smoked him, but evidently all of a sudden I'm like, well, wait, he's alive. I missed something. Uh, yeah, apparently he's alive. He just happens to have like a bullet lodged in his skull. Or something, or they just, or she popped it off in his ear and just grazed him on purpose to like concuss him. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, maybe she's, she's second watch. Yeah, second watch is gonna maybe be maybe she was okay. using a twenty-two, and uh, he just has that thick of a skull. Yeah. Uh, quick catches for me though, just in terms of, uh, you know, other movie connections. The where the um, did you catch that? Because I just know you like the movie. That when we had that flashback to Doctor talking to Loy, I was like, oh, there's like a stock ticker. That's very Hudsucker proxy. 
Um, I did not catch that. You sent that, and the scene had just finished. You texted me that, and I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, so yeah, I didn't. I was t- I, I was trying it. to type it so fast. I had this moment of like, "Wait, I was gonna say t- Tim Robbins movie thingy," and I couldn't spit out the words "Hudsucker Proxy." Great movie. Yeah. Um, we've talked about that almost every year. Yeah, season. every season. Uh, the, the only thing, only little comes up. little thing I noticed just about uh, Otis. Um, that. Oh wait, that was the other thing. The other scene, the t- total total original movie throwback, getting all wrapped up in the shower curtain. Mm-hmm. If you're if you want to go deep, deep, original catalog, when when she gets all wrapped up in it, in the original movie Fargo, yep. Kristen, uh, yeah, I just forgot her last name. Local Fargo actress, Kristen Rudrud. Rudrud. Who who yeah. And the only other little thing was, I don't know, probably making too much out of it, but no biggie. Uh, his hat is, Otis's hat is brown. Very lion. You know, like that lion's mm-hmm. mane brown. Mm, that's thought, an interesting mm, thought. Brown. Brown hat. I'm sure there's plenty of other things I caught, but we don't need to I was counting all now. the things of five in his apartment, so. A lot of it, wasn't yeah. it? And I thought it kind of telling that in the background is when he shows up to talk to Loy, they're at this, um, I have a tip typed somewhere, Pee Wee boxing gym, you know? I saw that. Like, uh, Pee Wee, like small, like, and I thought, hmm. I saw that, uh, and I made a note of it because my grandfather's name was Pee Wee. Oh, I, f- I remember you saying and that one he's time. he's from Fargo. So there you go. There's a tie-in. Look at that. Pe- Perfect there's there's people from Fargo I'm sure they, named Pee Wee. <laughs> I'm sure they knew. I'm sure they, I'm sure they knew. And he was a boxer. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I bet he boxed. He was feisty. He was a feisty <laughs> Irishman. Very, very short. Shorter than me. But yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just the other main thing was like, boy, yeah, that's some creepy Oriette at the end, man. When the moaning finally stops. Just, hey, people, eat a solid diet. Don't get gout. Treat your body well. Eat enough plants. And you can roughage. get gout in all kinds of ways, but yes, that is the most True. popular ways, like rich foods and stuff. They say, but I mean, heck, Aren't you those... can get gout from friggin' kale. <laughs> Somewhere there's somebody like no, <laughs> don't eat too much smoothie. kale. You gotta you gotta switch up your greens. Dumping you gotta up. switch them up. Keep a keep a good no, rotation in there. Everything. I think you're spot on, Sharpie. About gout? I think you're... No, about the... Just this is a very... It's a good, It's a really good staccato show. I think when we watch it again, we'll catch all the other pieces. But it mm-hmm. was just... It was a very different pace. The closest to any major, like, speechifying was, you know, maybe Loy had... Loy had a little bit one talking about he's having a bad day too and 400 years of history and the dolls being owned and mm-hmm. and all of that. but. But yeah. That was a good little it's bit be with good. the dolls. I like yeah. that bit. Yeah, too bad they couldn't answer all of our deep and burning questions about Hummel figurines. No, I totally thought he was going to smash one of those figurines. I don't see <gasps> them surviving you? the season. But then I just realized, I don't know, that's just not Loy's character. At first I thought he was going to destroy him, but he was talking about them with kind of a reverence. So he's like, why would, I, then I thought, yeah, why would he like crush Yeah, he that can't stuff? do it because then he, he can't do he's, it. he's the doll in his story. Yeah. But we definitely are continuing our twos as well because, you know, uh, Ebel comes back and there's two conditions. They have two weeks to fix it and they have two things they want done, you know. Man, we're still going with the twos. I thought we were done. I, the writers aren't done. 
All right, all right. You got, you got two conditions in two weeks to fix them. I don't know. Partridge in a pear tree. Two. <laughs> yep. Right? No, that's the one. Two uh, turtle doves. Two turtle doves, Sorry. yep. Gosh, I'm not, you know what? I know the snow fell, but it's not Christmas yet. But I think, you know what? I think there's going to be more. I look forward to talking about this tomorrow night. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, man. We'll catch you then. All right. See you later, folks.